Blitz. We said it again. This could be your mummy's favourite podcast. Who writes this sh- Seriously. Hello, my name's Ali Mack. I'm Jazz. It's another episode of Oops, We Said It Again. Our guest for today is a good friend of mine. I've known her since 2008, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Coco, welcome to the studio. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Coco, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, So my name's Coco. I'm Pakistani-American. I've been in and out of the UAE for, let's see, the last 15 years or so. I'm currently based in between New York and Washington, D.C., working remotely overseas, enjoying the weather here in Dubai. And um, yeah, uh, I think that's about it. You got, you got, Ken, how long were you in Kentucky for? You were in Kentucky? Yes, I lived in Kentucky for a while. It's home base for me, which might sound weird to a lot of people, but you know, home is home. Um, I was there for a few years. I went to high school there. I went to undergrad there for a little while. Um, New York is also home to me, um, kind of another home base. Okay. You so. plan to go back anytime soon? I'm supposed to go back at the end of May. Let's see how things pan out. I mean, pandemic, you only plan one week at a time. And that's how I, that's how I'm living my life at the moment. Just doing a week at a time. I'm doing a day at a time. Yeah, <laughs> I should probably go down to that, right? Yeah. Jazz, are you planning to go anywhere? This this is going to set you off. Are you planning to travel anywhere this year? Trying to a lot of destinations in my head. <laughs> I like it. The reason why I invited you to join us today was because obviously the whole Meghan Markle, Prince Harry thing, Um, has really divided the world at the moment as I watched the interview there were some things that kind of I I wanted to authenticate with you and you're the most American person I know at the moment (laughs) and there's another guy Saf who (laughs) who will be in on this a bit later my my first question I think to both of you is what is your perception of Meghan Markle before her marriage to the royal family and after her marriage to the royal family so I don't know. I mean, I know Meghan Markle from Suits, which I watched a little bit of. And then, you know, there she is marrying into the royal family. Didn't know much about her. But honestly, I thought she was brave only because of what had happened with Diana before. And it's like an outsider coming into the royal family, someone who's American, someone who's half black. So I thought it was kind of brave. But, you know, you fall in love, you fall in love. What are you going to do? Um, my opinion of her hasn't changed. I think she's braver, if anything, more than before. Um, so yeah, I think that's my, my quick two cents. Just your perception pre and post uh, marriage. She fell in love and she got married to Prince Harry. And that's it. A pre, I thought she was a, you know, an all right actress. Let's put it this way. Um, I know her way before Suits when she was the suitcase girl on the game show. What was the game show called? Was she really? Yeah, she really was. On the, the, the dude... Like the deal or no deal? Yeah, deal or no deal. Was she really? Yeah, I didn't she know really she was, was in there. Yeah, she was that money money suitcase oh, girl. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I know her from then. And then she had like some little pictures, you know, half naked and stuff like this. So I know her from that time. And then I saw her in suits. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, she was all right on suits. And then all of a sudden she's getting married to Prince Harry. And everybody was like, wow, that's a fairy tale story. And it sounded really cool. Um, what... My perception of her, she's just a female that married into the royal family. Fine, cool. She wanted to switch things up and change things. But come on, you cannot change an institution. I also remember, like, she's been a big gender champ for a while. I know this because I work in the gender space. 
Um, and there was this whole thing where she like wrote a letter to Procter and Gamble when yeah. she was 10 years old. And like, that was a really big thing. And yeah. she's been involved in that space. So I, I just remembered, um, she's been kind of active with that too. As an American, do you know the difference between say a famous celebrity from Hollywood or in the music industry and the Royal family? I mean, there's a lot more rules to follow. <laughs> I would assume so. Um, no, I, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what the royal family would entail, but from what I've seen of like endless amount of documentaries and the crown and what have you, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of rules and it's very, very restricted. You would be clever enough to know you don't put them in the same boat. Of course not. Yeah, they're not. It's not the same boat. What about you? Do you think that they fall into the same boat? Nah, man, no, definitely not. So you, you already would assume that there are different kettles of fish here. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. You see, because in the interview at a stage, she was like, you know, I'm from L.A. And, you know, we come across many celebrities and, you know, the royal family. She made out like was just another celebrity. Not the royal family. The firm. The, the firm. The firm. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want to bring up the point about the curtsy. Mm-hmm. I-, I found it quite funny to watch. I know in my family, you can agree or disagree. Maybe it's in your family. The grandmother is the matriarch. Um, yes and no. I mean, like my grandparents passed way before I was even able to see them or perceive them as the matriarch. But I see it with my friends more often yeah. that, oh, grandma, you know, super respect. You know, you kiss the hand, you kiss the forehead kind of situation. Yeah, I get it. But I don't think that the royal family would be the same as our. Oh, I'll I'll explain it. I'll explain (laughs) it. I was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, it depends. I would say it's cultural. I would say it's familial even, not even cultural. Like not necessarily my family. My family, like my father is a patriarch. Like that's it. And my grandma, you know, because of whatever she experienced in her life, it's not the same. Yes, she is like an older person in the family and requires respect, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I'd consider her like the matriarch though. In my wife's family, I remember when I was first introduced to the family, I met the mom and I met the dad. He didn't like me very much, but... Standard. <laughs> but the, you know, I was almost prepped on, you're about Grandma. to meet the grand now. Mm. And there's another level of respect you have to show here mm. because she's 90 plus years old. She's the matriarch. Right. And if you get her approval, you're good as gold. Yeah. And so, you know, I went in, in my shalwar kameez, I went all prepped. I literally kissed her on the hand and I spoke to her with the utmost respect. In my head, like I said, from a personal perspective, I thought that would be quite normal. So in, during the interview, when Oprah asked Meghan about meeting the Queen, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, I, I didn't even know I had to curtsy. They had to kind of, you know, I, I didn't even know what a curtsy was. Yeah, but that's, that's Harry's fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not only is it Harry's fault, I mean, like, she's American, right? Also, and yeah. I don't think every British household courtesies in front of their grandma, right? So that's just a thing for the royal family. I am half, right? I'm a hybrid, so I can't, I'm half, half Egyptian, half German. Um, there's a lot of things that the German side of the family does not know what to do in front of the Egyptian side of the family, and then yeah. vice versa, same thing. So, A, it's Harry's fault, because he did not fill her in, and B... It's not her culture. Why, why are you mad at that? No, I'm not mad at it because now I'm, I'm saying, so I'm taking this as the queen now, right? So not only she's the matriarch of that particular institution or the family, yeah. but surely, you know, this is the queen we're talking about. Yeah. 
I know during all the film premieres, it's in Mr. Bean for crying out loud. Yeah. That I know Americans watch that you guys know about the curtsy. Tell me you do know about the curtsy. So I would say like, okay, curtsy once, but like every single time, I'm sorry, that's a bit ridiculous. Cause you're like, hey, we're a family now. Can we get rid of these formalities? No, it was just the first time that she met her. Yeah, but like, isn't it's it's expected. They're they're expected to curtsy every single time. Yeah. Same thing with Not Kate. once you're in the family. Yes, nope. same also thing. Also, while you're... Oh, have shame. you watched The Crown? <laughs> no, I, yeah. ha- I haven't. So literally, there was an article that came out yesterday where Kate still has to curtsy to the Queen, to Prince Philip, and yeah. to Charles. Exactly. Every single time. That's ridiculous. I agree she should be curtsying to the... Because I still supposedly curtsy to my gran every time I see her. Good for you. That's well, not great. my gran, my <laughs> yeah. wife's gran. Because... She, it's it's just a level and of respect great, you have, right? That's that's on you, but like it's different. Like you were saying, like it's cultural differences, familial differences. But it's an institution. It's a twelve hundred year yeah. old institution. It's Do you really institu- think you're going to go in there and change it? It's an institution, but she married into a family. She didn't marry into an institution per se. So when you get married, right? If I were to marry a prince, for example, <laughs> <laughs> is that happening? <laughs> if I <laughs> if I were to marry a prince, for example, I would expect that his mom would be like my mom and I would treat her like I would treat my mom, obviously with the utmost respect, but I wouldn't do a twirl and yeah. like a bow in front of her every single time she walks into a room. I think a bow and a twirl is a bit excessive. <laughs> I know. Like- but I mean, uh, you say that she married the family. That's what you said, right? Well, she married into the family. She married but Harry. Even, but even Oprah said it. Oprah said it herself. That oh, if Oprah said it, then no, it's no, all right. Because <laughs> o- Oprah said, and I quote, everybody who gets married knows you are marrying the family. But you are marrying a 1,200-year-old institution. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. Yeah. So she was aware. Of course. And then her statement was, but I got into it naively. And that's also right. My dad married a Muslim woman. Uh, and got into it naively. Okay, he didn't but we're, go we're, and we're sit talking down about and do research okay. about what to do and when to do and how to do. Well, it. We're talking about the royal family. You're telling me you're marrying the royal family and you're not going to do any research on them. Look, I really think sure she should maybe do research, but I really think it's on to Harry. Harry knows his family. Harry knows what it would have been like, and Harry should have prepped her more. 100%. Why didn't he? I agree with that. Harry should have prepped her more, but what, she didn't have her own aides or she didn't speak to friends or, you know, she didn't want to do any research. it's so mysterious. Like what we see or what we know of the royal family is anything like on media, but like, how do you really know? You're not going to know until you're in it. No, that, but I'm talking about on the, really? really? How are you going to know? Like family dynamics, you're not going to, you can only research from outside. You can hear, like you can listen to hearsay, but when you're in it is when you really find out like the intricacies and like the dynamics, you're not going to know when you're not in it. Googling things like, okay, let's look at the royal family history. Let's look at the story of Princess Diana, which I also personally found a little bit offensive that she tried to draw a parallel to Princess Diana, but that's, that's a different thing. But the fact that you couldn't go on the internet and say, let's look at Harry... William, let's, let me see who William's wife is. Let me see how many kids they've got. Let me see their traditions. Let me see what they wear. Let me see them at public events because I am marrying an institution, which she said she knew she was. Let me see what happened with Princess Di. These are just the basic things you can look at. And when you read them, you could be like, whoa, this is like a fairly, fairly big deal. You know, you can't say that without 
you, that you wouldn't know until you're in it. You can look at the fundamentals of it to kind of say, right, I kind of know where I'm heading, but I'm yeah. going to need to be prepped. For yes, this. fine. I agree with everything you're saying. She should have done her research. But in the end, she's marrying Harry, right? And we commoners, let us put it this way, if I'm in love with somebody, that person, I will love that person for who that person is, right? I wouldn't want to change that person. Harry fell in love with Megan and loved her for who she is, with her torn jeans, with with the kicks she wears, yeah. with her career, with her American accent, with ev- her full package, right? That's why he married her. And he thought that she is fit enough right, yeah. to enter that family, right or wrong. So he w- he should have kind of also done his research on, oh, snap, you know, she's American. She's way different than what we are. She probably has no idea what the firm or the institution is about. Maybe let me sit down with her and go like, hey, when we get married, there's certain things that will have to change. So you will have to do the courtesy. You'll have to change the way you speak. When you come into the royal household, whatever, you won't have your whatever. You don't have your freedoms that you usually have. When yeah. you go out, you have to dress in a certain way. All of these things. He he had to do that before even you know, making this whole thing public and married her. Because now the whole spotlight is on this girl that this prince fell in love with and decided to marry. And nobody is going like, hey, Harry, by the way, you did a shit job. Yeah. I would also say like going back to like the torn jeans and like wearing whatever, Kate did the exact same thing. Kate, like if you look at pictures of Kate before she was married and like she did the whole, I don't know if you remember, I think it was like the bare shirt, the bare black shirt that she walked down with. And she still does it until this day. So until this day, she doesn't only wear designer clothes. She goes for fast fashion and she goes for sustainable clothing as well, which are, and every time she wears like a t-shirt from ASOS or whatever, you know, it's like, oh my God, Kate's wearing da 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 from ASOS. Get it now for $2.99 or whatever. But I would say the difference between her is she, Kate, listen, like Kate, was a part of the institution. She has a higher role to play. So she had to play those roles. Plus she doesn't have an escape. She's a British citizen. She can't run away to another country or she can't go back. And like, she was kind of had been bred a certain way, but still didn't know even like if you compare her to Megan, I don't know if that makes sense. But I reckon there's also a level of obedience, right? So, so when you look at Kate, Kate Ever since she's a queen, since she's a kid, she understands, okay, the queen's on our money, right? The queen, you know, you go to Buckingham Palace and you see the whole, you know, shindig. (laughs) Yeah. You you kind of grow up with like, oh my God, it's the, it's my queen. Right. For Meghan, it's not her queen. It's just the queen of Great Britain, right? So that's a huge difference. There is no connection to the queen as a British person would have a connection. Of course. To the queen. And, and Kate could be potentially queen one day. She is in line, right? Yeah. Megan is not in line at all. And would never be. No, exactly. Kate could run away, by the way. Where she, would she? she yeah, she, she could. Where she, is she going to run to? Australia. She could go to Canada. <laughs> okay, she could go to wherever she wants. Commonwealth? Living it up yeah, in yeah. Zanzibar. So like overseas, you know, like the queen overseas, the Commonwealth. Like she could run, but like. Where's she gonna hide? Well, <laughs> like, you know, I just think that if um, Harry and Meghan wanted to leg it, they didn't have to leg it to the other side of the world. You could say, "Look, I'm taking a step back, but I want a little cottage in the country somewhere." 
you know, it was, it was a bit drastic the way it all happened. It was handled like we're legging it to Canada and we're putting up in a friend's house and then we're going to go to LA and stay in whose house? But Who? do we know if that's really true? If they really just packed their bags and yeah. legged it or if there were, that's what media tells you, right? Oh my God, you know, whirlwind, they just disappeared to Canada, but I'm sure there were discussions. Uh, because they cannot just bounce. You you know how it is, especially as a Brit. It's like, in the interview. They said, yeah, we gave them like a week's notice. And that's fine enough. They're a married couple. Dang, yeah. if I want to go somewhere, I don't have to give any notice. I just pack my bag and I leave. Yeah, and but you're not also, married to a 1,200-year-old institution. But There's a big that's difference. That's the thing I'm looking at is from a female perspective, yeah. right? And I feel like my protector should be my husband. Yeah. And Harry did a bad job at protecting his wife. Okay, so if that's the case, then why did you need the royal family security detail if you only need your husband, Harry? You need the royal... Because if you... She got the title, right? What was it? She would... Duchess, Duchess, of, Duchess Sussex. of Sussex, right? So if you're the Duchess of Sussex, obviously you have a title and you will need the security detail that comes along with that. If the title didn't exist, then yeah, why does she need a security detail? The fact that she did no research... Does that excuse her? You think How that's do you okay? know that she's done no research? She said it in the interview. She that's said she saying. was naive. No, no. And then she said, her words were, I did no research. I didn't look up my husband. I didn't look up the royal family. She says it in the interview in the first four minutes. Yeah. Is this when, like when she met Harry? Yeah. Maybe yeah. she wanted to like just genuinely meet somebody without knowing their family's background. The, the, like the, when you're just meeting someone. Dang, I wish I didn't know any of my spouses. Like, Family background. Her, her words were during our courtship. Yeah. So whilst you're dating him, yeah. you didn't do any research. I'll get to the Harry part in a second. But yeah. is that enough excuse to say your behavior or what's happened is okay, that you were naive to it? And because you were naive, you further did no research. That's okay. Look, everyone's going to pursue a relationship in a different way. Yeah. For me, I'm a Google the shit out of someone. <laughs> but that's just me, right? I'm like, I want to know what your daddy do, what your mom, like, I want to know all of that. But that's me. That doesn't mean it's like an apply all and everyone does the same thing. And I'm the exact opposite. I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I don't want to know. I'm with you, you form your because, own opinion. Ex- so first you- of all, I want to form my own opinion. And second of all, I'm with you and I'm not with your family. I will always respect your family. I'll always, you know, uh, do what I have to do in terms of your family. But in the end, we are now family too. And this is our own little family. And if your family doesn't like it, then I'm sorry, that's too bad for your family. Or it's too bad for my family. I do the same thing with my family. If my family, for example, is against anything I do, forget even relation, anything I do, it is my life in the end. And if I choose to go that path, then... That's the way it's supposed to be. So you don't believe that due diligence is required when you're marrying someone? I'm marrying the person. I'm not marrying the family. So, so this so is probably so, very European of me. Yeah. It's very German of me. because no, Not at all. No, because in Britain, definitely, whether you're from a white family, a black family, Asian family, whatever, due diligence is quite a normal thing to do. But I don't... Why would I care what his mom does or what his dad does or what his sister does? Because his dad could be a serial rapist. Then let his dad be a serial rapist. If he's a great guy, he's a great guy. So I would, I guess... Sorry, but he's not a great guy because he's a serial rapist. He's putting it out. No, I'm saying the The person I'm with, the son, not the dad. Yeah, why should he be punished? I get that. But like, once again, I'll take this back to cultural or familial culture, right? I was raised with my parents saying, when you marry someone, you marry into their family. So that's my upbringing. And so therefore my actions are influenced by my upbringing. So like I said, I'm a Google everyone because I need to know because 
it's a, it's my family meeting their family. It's not just me and him, but that's my upbringing. So could, for Megan, it could be a different upbringing. And that's what influences her behavior. I mean, the royal family then also didn't do any due diligence because Meghan's family is not a walk in the park either. Exactly. Well, they did. I mean, if they, they saw, they should have done their research and their due diligence and found out that her dad's weird. Her half sister doesn't even like her. You know, their family is not rainbows and butterflies. And they should have went, oh, sorry, this person doesn't fit the profile of the royal family. And that's why you, Harry, cannot marry her because she doesn't fit our profile. So I'm going to assume that they did do their due diligence and they knew exactly what her family was about. But Harry pushed back. But you know what? I'm you, surprised they let her. They let 100%. him. 100%. <laughs> well, I'm also surprised. Because they knew if they didn't let him, he's just going to abscond. He's just going to go anyway. So why not, okay, try and make it work rather than have it become a complete show. So let's try and make this work. And that is why I think they did their due diligence and they thought, we'll bring her in, we'll have this royal wedding, and we'll try and make it work. Yeah. This is the royal family we're talking about. If you're trying to tell me they didn't do due diligence on her. They have all the resources, but you can't compare her doing her due diligence versus them doing their due diligence. So then my next question is, who is mainly, I think blame is the wrong word, but if this whole debacle, who would you blame? (laughs) Charles. Andrew. (laughs) Oh, geez. Would you, would you put it more on Harry? Um, I, me personally, I would. I know people that are in um, just cultural relationships. And I would say, you're the middle person. You know your family. You know your partner. You're supposed to be that glue that like makes the process easier because you know both sides. How are you going to expect people on the opposing side to like know the other person better? I would say the burden lies on Harry. You should have done a better job. You And you, you feel the same way? I feel it's on both. Equally. Um. Equally, yes. A, so you do believe that she should have done due diligence I, then? No, I don't think she should have done due diligence. Even if you marry into the into a family and you have not done any research or any due diligence. I mean, like she got married and then she was bang in the middle of everything, right? And that's when you don't even need research anymore. You're living it. You know, you're learning by doing <laughs> kind of thing. So she tried to push the end. I feel like... Megan really tried to push the envelope. She tried to make a change. She tried to change the firm. She tried to, you know, Americanize things, you know, and like, no, freedom of speech. I can do whatever I want. I have rights. I have all of that stuff. And I think when she was in the household and found out, oh, dang, I do need to curtsy. I do need to, you know, wear a certain way. Either you go with the flow or you step down in an amicable matter. So I feel like that did not happen. Do you think with her attitude, the perceived attitude that she tried to come in and change things, like you just said, right? Yeah. Do you think that was the, the right thing to do? Or do you think that was a wrong move on her behalf? Um, I don't think it's a wrong move. I think there's always space for change. But I think maybe she, um, she pushed too hard or she tried it in a wrong way. There are different, different ways how you can do it, become an ambassador, you know, or you have all the resources now, you know, become an ambassador for, I don't know, freedom of speech. <laughs> I don't know. Do it that way. Like do it the protocol kind of way. I think she wanted to change things too fast and she should have just waited a bit more. So I, I'm actually curious when we talk about her wanting to change things, can y'all like refresh my memory? What exactly did she push for, for change? Just so we're all on the same boat. 
right in the beginning, she came out in several um, interviews and then friends also came out saying that where she's like, oh, I'm going to push the envelope and wear whatever I want. That's why I think, was it the Wimbledon match or whatever? Where she where wore she, like a sleeveless or something? Sleeveless in like jeans or slacks or something like this. And yeah. everybody was, was like... basic. So in Wimbledon, the tradition is when the royal family goes, you dress up for that event. Wimbledon's a big deal yeah. to us. And, uh, you know, there's a picture of her standing next to Kate and she's wearing like a pretty simple blouse. And I think she was wearing jeans, correct? And it just didn't look like she was part of the royal family. Exactly. Such a big deal. It is. is yeah. So it, for them, I'm, it is, right? But I'm like, yes, yo, it is. let like her that, wear whatever she wants. I agree so, with you. But then again, if we're going to the cultural kind of side, like I'm half Arab, for example, and I live in the UAE and I have several expat friends that did get married to Arabs or locals. And then there's a certain way that you cannot dress when you go out, right? It's, it's tradition. It's yeah. tradition. And it's, it's not only tradition, it's, this is the royal family. If we if we step back and we look at like us commoners, for example, like somebody yeah. getting married to an Arab, it's about what other people think. And now when you marry into the royal family, it's like, oh my God, what are people going to think of the royal family? It goes a whole step Fair. further. But are we going to give her some room for error too? Like if but she's just gotten into it, like give her some time. They got to be give and take. But she's got all of these advisors that dress her. She, you know, like they have like these. They have aids. They have aids and they lay the clothes out for them. And this is what you're supposed to wear and everything. It's not like she woke up one day and is like, oh, snap, I need to go to the Wimbledon whatever thing. Uh, what's let in me my just, closet? Yeah, what's in my closet? And then you take the first T-shirt and the first pair of jeans. That's what I usually do and run out. You know, you can't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure at some point when she was getting ready to leave and she has all these house people around her, someone, yeah, even Harry, might have said... She took a stand. Are you really 100%. wearing that? Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah. yeah. So it's not about easing into it. You have been warned. You have been told. Yeah. You know the, the publicity you've already had. You know the tabloids are going to be there. You're at Centre Court in Wimbledon. You're going to make the news. And you know you're going to make the news. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Okay. It's, it's such a simple thing. When I go thing. to my family, like when I go meet my the Arab side of my family, there's certain things I don't wear because it, it doesn't reflect well on my mom. And I wouldn't want anybody to say something about my mom. Like I wouldn't go to my uncle's house, for example, wearing ripped shorts, for example, you know, shorts and a, and a tank top and go like, yo, what's up? You can't do that yeah. because it will reflect bad on my mom. And that's the same thing with the royal family. It would reflect bad on the royal family. And she didn't only do it in Wimbledon. She did it on several other occasions as well. Like she went out on a shopping spree or something like this. She did it again. And then she did it on, she did it on several occasions. And that's where you go like, do you really want to do that? Yeah. You know, Maybe that's the battle that she wanted to pick up. Yeah, but you might have won that battle, but yeah. you lost the war ultimately because the press that came down on you it just made things a million times worse. And yeah. it was just the smallest of things, you yeah. know, something that you could have just appeased them for it. You could have just obliged to that small mm. tradition. It's not the biggest thing in the world. In fact, what's the harm in wearing a really nice outfit? You get to dress up in a swanky outfit. So true, right? Like, but I also think it's really easy for us to say that because we don't know what other things she obliged to. So maybe this was like her one little freedom where she was like, no, I've done all the other things and this is the only thing that I'm going to like my body, my choice, my, you know, so maybe that's what you just felt like sticking on to. Which I find okay, but if you have a title as the Duchess of Sussex, I'd rather take a stand for a way bigger thing, Fair. right? From a personal opinion, yeah. what would you have done? 
So for me, I try to push the envelope within my own family, right? My family is like conservative. I've lived abroad. I do my own thing, but I do it in incremental ways. And it's, once again, it's like, what battle do I want to push for? Like, what do I want to? So sometimes it is showing a little bit more leg in front of my grandma, which she doesn't like, but I'm like, I got to train them. I got to keep doing small things so that I can eventually do what I want to do, but I can't go all drastic. So I would say maybe her wearing jeans and like a tank to Wimbledon's maybe a little bit drastic. I would like maybe try with a sleeveless first, like kind of slowly work my way to it. That's exactly what I mean. She just went all out. Yeah, so you that know, was her bells strategy. Bells and whistles. And yeah. that, I think that's a wrong strategy because I know it from my family as well. It's a wrong, it doesn't work. <laughs> she said in the interview that her mom asked her if uh, Princess Diana ever did an interview. Do you know about Princess Diana's interview? There were so yeah, many interviews. No, the big famous interview. The af- after the divorce interview, do you, right? Do you know about that? I yeah. think I've seen the documentary. So her mom apparently asked her about this. And she said, no, I didn't even know. Well, now I know, but I didn't know back then. Mm-hmm. And my mom still doesn't know. Do you find that believable? Why not? Not everyone's obsessed with the royal family. <laughs> not about obsessed, but it was because the Princess Diana thing and what happened and everything that followed became international news. It was a very, very big deal. And her tell-all interview made international news. To be honest, I didn't watch Diana stuff until like very recently. Okay. Like maybe last three, four years. You also didn't marry, you know, Diana's son. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know what her schedule is like. I don't know what the girl's got going on in her life to like be (laughs) sitting there watching Diana documentaries. Maybe she's like, hey, Harry, can you tell me about your mom? Rather than me watch like documentaries of your mom. I don't know. Okay. And then Harry tells you, how his mom passed away so sadly, you're not going to look into it anymore? I don't know. I'm not in her shoes. I don't know. I'm not in her shoes. But I would say, like, not everyone absorbed, like, Diana's death or not everyone was as involved. Like, because I was talking to my friends the other day. They were like, yeah, I remember when Diana died and I cried. And I was like, I don't remember doing that. Yeah, I I think I was young. Like, I I don't don't remember crying, but I remember it hitting news, and then you saw the scene and the car crash and the whole thing. Yeah, it was horrible. But I, I, until this day, I don't have an attachment to the royal family. I don't. I, I don't care what happens there. Yeah, I know about you know Andrew. I know about Charles. I know about Charles's situation that he married his love. Long lost love again after Diana died. No, not after she died. During her life. And you know about two kids, but I don't know everything that happens in the royal household. And I don't care, to yeah. be honest. You, you, don't I, have yeah. to, you don't have to care about the royal family. You don't even have to like them to kind of know what's going on. But you have a, I, I feel, I thought, this is why I asked you in. Yeah. <laughs> I thought most people, even in America, would yeah. have a rough idea what they were about. To be honest, like, let's talk middle America. People don't even know, like, where countries are on the map. So, like, if you think of international, America is very, like, let's talk about the U.S. only. Like, we don't really care about the outside world yeah. for the most part, unless it impacts our life. I would say for a lot of Americans now, and I don't, I can't speak for all, but I speak for, like, a lot of my friends, is when Kate and, uh, what's his name, William got married. That's when people were like, ooh, there's going to be a princess. Like, let's watch the wedding. Like, what are they wearing? That's when I started developing like an interest in the royal family. Because yeah. I was like, ooh, princess wedding. This is fun. Is this something you've discussed within your own family? Yeah, 100%. So actually, my mom and I got into a debate four days ago. And I feel like 
not that she's a queen sympathizer because I've like accused her of this. <laughs> um, but she was like, well, I don't like how Megan did it. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she was like, the, the, the approach wasn't the right approach. And I was like, well, what would be the right approach if you've been silenced for so long? And like, honestly, at this point, maybe like you want to tell your story. You don't want your fate to end as like Diana is like, you don't want to be the next Diana. So if you have the opportunity, Oprah's your friend. Why don't you come out and say it? And then we got in a huge argument with my family, like my extended family, um, with my cousin, like male cousins, aunts, like dad getting involved in the conversation. And they were just like, it's not about the queen or it's not about Megan. It's just about the approach wasn't the right approach. I'm like, okay, what's the solution? Like, what's the right way to do it? But I kind of understand where they're coming from because, yeah, the approach was harsh and Megan has the opportunity to go out and trash everybody. But if you as a royal come out, you cannot trash anybody because there's protocol that you follow. So Megan had a platform to go out and just like tell her story, you know, no strings attached. I live in LA now. I'm, you know, I'm far away from all of that nonsense, but the queen can't come out and go like, yo, she used to run out in her pajamas and slacks, you know, and, and used to just like make a mess in the palace. Or She can't say that because she's following protocol. So it's kind of unfair. But she's not a royal anymore. But that's, none of them are. That's that's the thing. Yeah, they they gave that up. And so after I think it would be different if they were still in that like boat and then came out and did whatever. But they gave everything up. They have no connection to the royal family anymore, minus the blood. So if they gave everything up and everything, the media had all settled. There was no mention of her or him yeah. or anything. Why are you doing this interview then? Because if something happened to you and there's like, there has been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like if someone's come out against you and you finally have the opportunity to tell your story, why would you shut up? But no why one's would you come out against her. Not now, but they have in the past. And she talked about like not being, not being given the opportunity to talk about it oh, before. To retaliate? Yeah, not, it's not even retaliate. It's like, hey... I finally have the opportunity to talk about like all the evils that happened within the firm. I wasn't able to do it before. Let me, let me talk about it now. And how has she benefited from doing that? Well, she hasn't actually. They're the, less popular than they were before the interview. In the UK. Yeah. Right. But I don't know what the world's view is on this. Yeah. Like I would say in America, she definitely has like a lot of sympathy. But I will say like very like bluntly, I will say they made money off of it. 100%. And 100%. So that, that was my question. Yeah, because they don't have money anymore. Like, well, they do. They do Because don't. he was left by his mother. A huge May she rest in peace. 36 million so pounds. So then, okay, that's... she was worth 4 million. So great. Then they really don't need the money. So you know that at the end of the day, this interview is not really about the money. But then did they gain financially? Right. But then they don't need it. But, because of what you just said. But did they gain financially? Of course. And she talks about it. She's talked about saying that this definitely added to like a financial, the Netflix and the Spotify like added to it. But like you're saying, they already have money, so they don't really need. So that was never an ag agenda for her. I don't know. I'm not Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know how believe, because, you know, it's the way that Oprah opened the interview. I just want to say that this is unplanned. Anything goes and you're not making any money off it. You know, and I just thought, yeah, but Oprah, you're making nine million from it. And you yeah. know Meghan and, and Harry are going to make Wong from this somewhere yeah. or the other. The thing is, when we say they've, you know, no strings attached, I think in the interview they said that, oh, we're still doing our royal duties, although we don't have our title, right? Didn't they say yeah. that? What are, what, like, what are their... So <laughs> all of the causes 
you know, they, they, they became like faces of like certain causes. So they're doing that now without their title. And they're like, yeah, it's just to show that we're still in it and we're still doing what we're doing just without our titles. But if you don't want to be attached to the royal family, why are you still doing it? Mm. It just sounded like they wanted to have their cake and, and eat it, yeah, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that you wanted to have the title, you wanted to be classed as part of the royal family, but yeah. you don't want to be anywhere around. You don't want to follow wanna, the rules. Yeah. And, and yeah. you want to live this Hollywood LA lifestyle. That's not really fair. Either you're in or you're out. I don't even mm. think it is about the title. They just want it to be like the association. And then here, when you think about it, when I go like, but I'm still doing my job, you know, although I'm not getting paid, I'm still doing my job. That's kind of where you put, you place yourself as a victim. And I did not like that part. Fine, they did that throughout at- the interview. They played victim to everything. Oh, fine, but this part where they're like, oh yeah, but see, we don't have our titles, you know, and we've been like trashed and stuff. We had to run away to a different country. We're not making any more money. They we're, took our security away. Took our, our lives security, were in danger. Our li- everything, but we're still doing everything that we're supposed to do. And that's when I was like, look, do your tell-all. I have no problem with that. Come out, give us the harsh truth. We're, we're all for it. And, yeah. and it's great. Do your part. But don't come then and go like, yeah, but you know, like, um, although they're so horrible, you know, and they did all of those horrible things to us, we're better because we're still doing what we're supposed to do, bro. Yeah. Look, to be honest, I thought it was going to be harsher than what it was. I thought like yeah. it was going to be worse. I was like, give me the juice. And there, I was like, okay, like I, I kind of, I was like, all right, cool. What more do you want to know? I'm like, I expect them to be racist. Why, why is that new information? Like I actually, I'm like, wow, I'm surprised there wasn't worse. But I was actually surprised that the racist comment didn't come from the queen. I was thinking it'd be the queen, but I'm like. Who do you think it came from? Charles. (laughs) Who do you think it came from? I don't know. I think Charles too. I don't, I don't like Charles. I don't like his ears. I don't like, I don't like anything about him. Charles for me is just like meh, meh, meh. I have to be honest, I have to question the context of the race question. Because again, we've only heard it from her side and the context in which she took it. The royal family haven't said anything. So I'm not sure it happened. I don't think I'm not saying it didn't happen and I'm not saying it did happen. Is that dumb to look at a light skin Meghan Markle's not dark. I mean like she's not an Idris Alba kinda you know, well, she's, a she's a mixed race. She, yeah. yeah, she's mixed race. She's, she's you know, she's mocha. Yeah. What did they think? She, they're going to get like a, you know, Idris Alba looking Prince Archie or something. Like this. Come on. I feel like that, that would be like a fear of theirs. I don't think so. I don't think they're that stupid. I really I, it's not about stupidity. It's about racist. Like it's about like inherently that's very racist tendency. Like, oh, what if the kid has like nappy hair? I really feel like that would be a thought that would go in. And this family is racist. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think we need to like dig into whether the, the royal family is racist or not. No, we don't have to. Of course not. Yeah. It's like given. I disagree. The history may be racist, but yeah. when you're talking about the current like situation and the current sitting of the royal family, yeah. there's nothing really that's come to light saying, oh, he passed, the, like William passed the racist comment. Kate passed the racist comment. Yeah, you would never hear of that, though. Why so would then you I hear can't, that? Then I can't really claim that this particular say, family or the queen is racist. I would just say the amount of privilege in the colonial background, of course they're That's racist. That's the heritage. We're talking about the heritage. Yeah, but, yeah, but the we're still talking about the, institu- the queen. Yeah, the yeah. queen was part of it. So how would those like not get passed on to your family? Like, look within your own families. I, my own family is racist. Oh, yes. Tell me So about. how is this white 
privileged family, not racist. I'm sorry. Like, that's a given. Unless it comes out publicly, I'm not going to jump to that conclusion. It did with the kid. <laughs> <laughs> By what, based on what she said. And though. I believe her. Fair enough. Like being a person of color, I believe her. Just fair enough? Yeah. And you believe her? I know it from my own family, man. As I said, I'm mixed race. But do you believe her? Do you believe Megan? Based on the interview and how victimized she played. There was an issue in how worried the royal family would be on how the child would turn out. I do believe that there could be an issue because I know it from my own family that my German side was a bit worried about how we turned out. Fair enough. (laughs) It's just interesting for me to hear that, and I'm, I'm not taking the piss here. I genuinely find it interesting because there are so many people who I have spoken to that don't believe it. And there are so many people. And so when I say the world is actually divided, it's interesting to hear like your background on it and your background on it because you're of mixed race and you're, you know, you're a Pakistani brown looking person like myself. Yeah, but I don't boy. think that they feared that, you know, Archie's going to like be like, you know, super dark. I don't think that was their fear. I think their fear was that he would not fit the profile of the royal family. He would not look like them. Let's put it this way. And this was the same fear of Well, Harry doesn't look like any of them. He's ginger for crying out loud. But he is still of a certain color of skin, right? And when I look at my family, so I know this of stories of my mom and my dad, my grandfather, for example, who was German and fought in the Second World War, was a bit worried on, oh, how are the kids going to turn out? Like, If this racist comment did come out, I'm going to put it out there. That is a horrific thing to have happened to you. But like I said, until the royal family come out and give their side of the story, it's hard for me to draw conclusions based on one side of the coin. But they're not going to do that. I mean, do you oh, see the statement? Sure no, they came out with the statement. They're like, we're deeply sad. We're, what, we're deeply saddened and we're going to look into we're the... We're going to talk about it privately. Yeah. Cool. Whoa. And they had like a crisis uh, meeting or something like this. What was it? A fa- yeah. A family crisis meeting. Yeah, a family that- crisis yeah. meeting. Yeah. And their PR person released a two statement, two sentence two statement. Two sentence statement, yeah. <laughs> and what was it? It was just that. It was yeah, like, the, the family is deeply we'll saddened about, yeah. about what has happened. And we're going to do an invest, an internal investigation to find out, you know, if that really happened. So they're or still not. doing the investigation. Well, it was just funny because like the Internet was like, really, you need like 48 hours to come up with like a two sentence statement. I'm actually shocked that they came out with a statement. I really? thought that they wouldn't. Yeah, I thought that they would just go like, man, we are not really, you know, getting involved in this. Thank you very much. Do your tell all. But, you know, we're above that. Yeah, but the power of media, right? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you for coming in, Coco. It was actually really good to get your perspective on this. Yeah. I I don't know if I represent all Americans, but of course she is American. And, you know, like, I feel like the conversations I've had with my girlfriends in New York, like, I think we're all on the same page. So the majority of... New Yorkers. New Yorkers. (laughs) I can't say the same for middle America. I think there's still that, like, love the Stockholm syndrome playing in the love for the Brits. And I need, like, I need to get someone in from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Get someone from the South, get someone from, I don't know, like maybe can we get Safin? He's Cali. This? Yeah. Uh, he's not from the South though. He's from, no, but Cali. he's from Cali. I'd like yeah. to get his thoughts on it. But you because know, Saf is, Saf is like, yeah, you know, cool. I'd, I'd like to get guy, you know what I it's mean? It's like, why are we talking about exactly. this? Exactly. Like, there'll no. be more, like, there are more manifesting right. things and more interesting things to the talk about. The reason why I would like to get Saf in, right, is from the friendship that I've had with Saf, he's very America, right? 
And I love that about him. But, but he's it's not also very the, American when it comes to racism. Well, yeah, but so I want <laughs> I want to get this perspective from him because you're in New York, he's California. Yeah. And I, it would be interesting to get the male perspective because then he's a dude. And like you say, where you kind of put more on Harry that Harry should have done his job. And 100%. you're like, well, it's a bit of both. It's equally. He might come out and say, what do you mean? No. He might come out and go like, <laughs> who's Megan and Harry? <laughs> like a true American. Okay, I hope he does that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and call him and see what yeah, his Yeah, I'd be curious be. to hear what his thoughts are. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Coco, thank you for coming, ho- uh, coming over. Coming thank home. Coming, yeah. Well, it is coming home. Thanks for coming thank home. Thank you so much for having me. Nice to see you and nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Final thoughts, which thankfully means this train wreck is coming to an end. There aren't going to be any final thoughts for this week, I don't think, because this topic has so much more to offer. There is so much more to discuss and we haven't even touched on it yet. So we will get Safin next week and get his thoughts. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you do get notified when the next episodes are released. And you can also check out our Instagram page. Oops, we said it again. Catch you next week.